17 meeting of the Federated State Employees Retirement System. And uh, we will begin with a roll call. Yeah. Uh, Vice Chair Jennings? Here. Uh, Trustee Abbott? Here. Uh, Trustee Avasti is on the way. Trustee Chandra? You say Trustee Chandra? Yes, I'm here. Okay, that wasn't meant to be a trick question. <laughs> I, I can't hear you very well. You're, you're so. kind of cutting off. Trick question or not, I think I'm going to need more clarity to, to participate in the meeting. Okay, huh? is this a bit better? Uh, that is that, better. Yeah. Maybe you guys were talking over each other. Yeah, it'd be helpful if people didn't talk over and they talk really clearly into the microphones. Okay. Uh, Trustee Faulkner. And Trustee Linder. Here. Okay. So before we get, begin, we need to qualify the two trustees that are appearing remotely under the traditional Brown Act teleconferencing rules. We'll start with Trustee Jennings. Mm -hmm. so, so Trustee Jennings, what location are you teleconferencing from? Can you please provide me the address? 855 East Hilton Drive, Boulder Creek, California. And have you posted the agenda at the location where it can be publicly seen at your where you're teleconferencing from? Yes. And is the location from where you're teleconferencing from open to the public and ADA accessible? Yes. And if a member of the public wishes to be heard at your location, can they be heard by us? Yes. Thank you. So Trustee Jennings has been qualified for uh virtual appearance. And then Trustee Chandra. Yes. Uh, can you please provide me the address from where you're teleconferencing from today? Yes, uh, 97 Gresham Lane, Atherton, California. Um, I apologize. I did not realize that there were going to be people here cutting trees this morning. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. I may have to take a break um, and go onto a laptop into a, a more quiet place in the same residence, though, so it shouldn't affect my qualification. 97 Gresham Lane, Atherton, California. That's okay, thank you. And then uh, have you posted the agenda at the location where it can be publicly seen at the location from where you're teleconferencing from? I have. And is the location from where you're teleconferencing from open to the public and ADA accessible? It is. And if a member of the public wishes to be heard at your location, can they be heard by us? Well, my dog is trying right now, so I think the answer is yes. Okay, thank you. Uh, Trustee Chandra has been qualified. And we also want to thank uh, or welcome Trustee Faulkner to your first meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Thank you, uh, Council Chin. I, I might heard better some near the echo, so you must hear me better. Uh, uh, so we um, all, all, since this is a hybrid meeting, all votes will be roll call votes. Asking those who are attending virtually to please mute yourself unless you are speaking and to please raise your hand so staff can alert the chair if you wish to speak. Uh, we have amendment to the orders of the day for consent calendar item 1.1i. Ignacio J. Preciado has rescinded his re uh, service retirement application. And other than that, there are no changes to the orders of the day. Uh, do we have a motion and second to approve orders of the day? So moved, Mr. Chair. We have a motion from Trustee Linda. Do we have a second? I second. We have a second from uh, Trustee Abbott. 
Abbott, uh, any uh, discussion, any public comment? Hearing none, we will vote. Um, we'll vote and we'll call order. Uh, Vice Chair Jennings. Aye. Uh, Trustee Abbott. Aye. Trustee Lasty is not present. Trustee Chandra. Trustee Chandra. I was on mute. Okay. Are you voting aye? I, I said aye. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Trustee Faulkner. Aye. And Trustee Linder. Aye. So the orders of the day are accepted. We need to vote on the consent calendar. Do we have a motion to approve the consent calendar? So moved, Mr. Chair. We have a motion from Trustee Linder. A second. I'll second. We have a second from Trustee Abbott. Any discussion? Any public comments? Here are none. We will vote. Uh, Vice Chair Jennings. Aye. Trustee Abbott. Aye. Trustee Chandra. Aye. Trustee Faulkner. Aye. Trustee Linder. Aye. And I vote aye as well. It passes. Um, and just for the clarity of the record, the consent calendar that was approved includes the rescinding of um, the application of Ignacio Pretty uh, Cattle. Uh, correct. That was a change to the order of the day that was approved prior uh, a moment ago. Um, and our first item is a closed session, but before that, I would, if I may, are, are there any, do we have any hands raised, any public comment, anybody waiting for public comment online? And is there anyone here waiting for public comment? Seeing none. Uh, we are welcoming a new trustee to our group, uh, Trustee Faulkner. So if uh, you like, uh, not to put you on the spot, but if you wanted to say a few words about yourself, uh, the floor is yours. Good morning, everyone. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for approving me and getting me to this point. Um, I, uh, I'm a professor at San Jose State University. I'm currently starting my fifth year. I've uh, been living in San Jose since August 2019. Um, and I, my most important part of ever applying for this role or being there is my goal to provide service to those around me. Um, typically has been done through helping children or animals. Um, but now applying my profession a little bit and serving in a role uh, as to serve the community around me as San Jose State in my profession of finance um, and looking to monitor and advise the, the board, um, serving also on the disability committee and the investment committee. So thank you very much. Great, thank you. Uh, I fear your affection for animals may come in handy in your relationship with your colleagues on the board. <laughs> Okay, with that, we will move to closed session, and we have a rather lengthy closed session agenda this morning, and uh, I guess you will move the, the online members into closed session as well. Okay. Recording stopped.
closed session and we resume the public calendar. And I believe the next item is item. Oh, before we before we do that, um, we may, may I comment on the closed session? Oh, please. So on item uh, 1A, there was no reportable action. On item 2B, um, the board has voted to designate um, Chair Horowitz to be the labor negotiator for the CEO position, and the votes were um, Chair Horowitz abstained, and the roll call vote was that uh, Trustee Jennings, Trustee Abbott, Trustee Abbasi, Trustee Chandra, Trustee Faulkner, and Trustee Linder all voted in favor of that designation. And for item 1B, uh, the board likewise voted to designate a labor negotiator. And for that one, for the C, I'm sorry, 1C, the CIO position, they have designated Trustee Chandra for that uh, designation. And the vote, the roll call vote on that was um, with Trustee Chandra abstaining and then Trustee uh, Horowitz. Trustee Jennings, Trustee Abbott, Trustee Abbasi, Trustee Faulkner, and Trustee Linder all voting aye. Thank you, Council Chen. And I think at this time we uh, are open to public comments. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I missed one more. <laughs> we had a long closed session today. And then for closed session 1B, there's no reportable action. Okay. We, we may have set a record for closed session at Fed Board. <laughs> Uh, I believe at this point we are open to public comments on any item that is under the purview of the board but is not uh, attached to a specific agenda item. We uh, did have interest from one public member today. Okay, and uh, all public uh, comments are limited to three minutes. So if we can begin the uh, timer. Admin, if is public member present? So I believe on the Okay. Yes. Oh. oh. Who are you referring to? <laughs> we, we may be referring to you, sir. Are you the public member who wishes to comment? I assume I'm the only public member here at the meeting. Yes. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Sure. Chair. Please go ahead. You have, you have three minutes. Proceed. All right. Thank you. Uh, my name's Brad, and I'm a taxpayer and a resident of San Jose. Um, I wish to uh, thank uh, thank the thank you, and I guess you had a long uh, closed session there. But uh, what uh, what I wanted to do is is ask the uh, I guess the staff, specifically the CIO, with regard to uh, investment returns. So on July nineteenth of this year, uh, the Public Employees Retirement System, known as Kelpers, announced a preliminary 5.8% investment return for, for fiscal year 2023. I would like to pose that same question for the federated uh, retirement system and uh, would like to get that. Also, I'd like to mention, you know, this form of communication with the board, I've, I've addressed the board many times in the past, and it's very awkward to have this unilateral type of conversation wherein you sit there and listen. I assume you're listening, but then I don't get a response. Um, I think your board council has has, has uh, acted as a gatekeeper to prevent uh, board members from responding. So I, again, would uh, like to open up an invitation to uh, the board to uh, meet with them. Uh, I would like to discuss 
you know, some issues. I don't think it, it violates the Brown Act or anything. I know your board council is always concerned about that. So uh, it's not going to violate the Brown Act. And, uh, you know, I'm, again, I'm a taxpayer. I, I uh, help fund the system. So I think uh, I at least am, should be given the courtesy of being able to speak to those members of the board who represent uh, my interests as well as uh, the other taxpayers' interests. Um, the other question I have is for the chief, uh, the retirement officer, the CEO, is whether or not the retirement office is now open to the public. Are, are, are all the staff still working from home? Are they still working through Zoom? And uh, if, if they are working, still working at home, why is that? Why aren't they working in the office? Why are we paying rent for office space when we're not using the office space? So you see, this kind of conversation is real awkward. So I'm having to give all these questions, uh, not knowing if they're going to be answered or not. So uh, again, um, also, I'd like to uh, give a, wel a welcoming uh, to our new uh, newest board members. I think it's uh, Trustee Abbott, uh, although I think you've been on the board for quite a number of months, but I haven't had the opportunity to address you. And uh, also Trustee Faulkner. Um, I understand maybe your first uh, board meeting was this past June, and I hope you all had a good uh, July recess. So my invitation goes out to the newest board members. I'd like to have a conversation with you or, you know, whether it's on the phone, preferably in person, I'm available. Um, Fred, that's, that's to get, get in touch with me and uh, my three minutes are up. Well, thank my, you. Have my, a good day. I will take the liberty of briefly addressing your comments. We are probably going to hear from our CIO on the plans preliminary performance in just a few moments. And as for uh, our office space for the uh, Office of Retirement Systems, uh, we have lease obligations that may uh, tie us up for some time. So we cannot, you know, uh, adjust lease requirements uh, on the fly. And in addition, you, you are always free uh, to send any questions or correspondence to any trustee or to the trustees uh, collectively. And I know I would be very happy to respond. So with that, we will move forward to the next agenda item. Are there any other members of the public wishing to address us? Yes, hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Uh, yes, is there another member there? Can you identify yourself? Absolutely, yes. Uh, can you hear me? This is so awkward. It's really like the gentleman before mentioned. It's just like, it's like being blind in, a, in the middle of the day. It's just, anyway, can, you, can anybody hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. Okay, very good. Well, so am I allowed to speak or make a com comment? That's why I called. Yes, uh, Yes, so long as it returns to the business of this board, and you will be limited oh. to three minutes. Please proceed. Okay, sir. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Uh, my co my comment for the board members are that... Can you uh, please, sir, can you please identify yeah. yourself first? Oh, I, I, I'm Gary Jansen. I'm a, a retiree of the city of San Jose and a, and a resident and taxpayer. Worked for the city for 33, more than 33 years. So uh, uh, not only have a stake in this, I uh, uh, contributed to the, uh, to, the, to the fund. So, yes, uh, okay. Okay. The, um, my comment is that the, the board should not be 
uh, considering some of the latest uh, faddish uh, ideas out there, like investing according to ESG. You understand that? ESG. Yeah, uh, that is know. not, pardon me? Yes, we are aware. Yeah, okay. In other words, do not be investing according to some kind of a radical political agenda, that ESG uh, bunch of malarkey. Uh, you need to be investing according to safe and money-making uh, uh, characteristics uh, the goal is to make money in the safest manner possible and to make uh, plenty of money for our fund so we can not rely on the taxpayers in case something goes wrong. Uh, do not be investing according to some B, some ESG malarkey. Uh, we have been here, I have been hearing all this uh, uh, malarkey for decades now, like they're scaring the heck out of people. Nuclear winter back in the 60s. Global winter, we're all going to freeze to death. Uh, then they invented acid rain. Then the ozone hole. How about the population bomb? You know, the population of Earth is double the size of when that book was written. And they, they're scaring the heck out of people. Then we got global warming. Then they did a Stalinist uh, idea, and they said, well, look, we're going to call it climate change because that covers everything even if aliens land here and change the weather somehow. Uh, climate change. Now the latest is global boiling. Like whoever, that guy from the UN, he must have spent too much time at Yellowstone National Park watching the mud pots. Global boiling? You see, they're trying to scare the heck out of people, and the board does not need to invest according to this malarkey. It's called propaganda. You need to get that out of your minds. Don't consider ESG uh, for your, 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 your investment uh, uh, voting. Invest according to smart and safe uh, characteristics. Don't be investing according to propaganda, because that is exactly what it is. It's the biggest fraud that has been pushed upon our nation uh, ever. It's a fraud. Uh, but, but one more thing. Back, well, your, your, we, your, three, your three minutes are, are up, I'm afraid. Oh, but they are? Okay. Well, your, well your thank you for listening, are, at least. Uh, thank you for listening. Okay. Absolutely. Your comments are duly noted. Very good. Thank you. Uh, do we have any other members, public members, wishing to address us? No. Your mic is not on. We're not on? No, in the way, no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, thank you. Uh, Public members uh, Brad and Gary Johnson for for your comments. We are taking them under advisement. Um, now, there, if there are no other members waiting to public comment, we will proceed to the next agenda item, which I believe is item 2.0, death and survivorship. We will have a moment of silence for those who have served the city and who have passed. Thank you. And now we are on to agenda item number three, A, oral update from the CIO. And I believe you may have some preliminary numbers on uh, fiscal year close. 
Yes, good morning. Pleasant good afternoon. Um, uh, can you make sure is there yeah. the microphone nearby that is the for state people is, that is outside the, the uh, state is trying to silence me? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Uh, no, we can hear you. Yeah, we can. Trustee Faulkner can share his speaker. Switch on this one. Yeah, it's on. Oh, oh yeah. Then that would be. Right. Good afternoon, trustees. So before I begin, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the city employee. You may have read that a police officer was shot yesterday in the line of duty, and is in critical condition. And our thoughts and prayers go for a speedy recovery. Um, we don't have any agenda items. Actually, we do have one agenda item. Uh, so it will be short. Um, but before we get there, as always, I'm happy to share uh, preliminary performance information. Mm -hmm. And um, this comes from Makita, the source of Makita, our investment consultant. And these are unaudited estimates. So just so everyone knows. So fiscal year today, this is from January 1st to as of August 15th, current, current fiscal year today. So July 1st. July, did I say January? Yeah. It's a long close session. Which is, uh, <laughs> so it's January. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the pension fund was down 24 basis points and the healthcare trust was down 52 basis points. This is, of course, just six weeks uh, into the fiscal year. But more interestingly, and I'm sure you're waiting to hear this, what happened last fiscal year, there's a gentleman from the public who announced CalPERS numbers, mm -hmm. and our own Fed pension actually, again, these are estimates, returned 7.37%. So significantly better than our discount rate and better than our investment policy benchmark of 7.01%. So we added approximately 36 basis points of alpha, and happy to also note that this is the fourth consecutive year in a row that we've beaten our investment policy benchmark. And during that same time period, the healthcare trust returned 8.05% compared to the policy benchmark of 7.65%. That concludes my comments, Mr. Chairman. Happy to take any questions. Great, thank you. Are there indeed any questions from trustees? I have a question. Please, Trustee Evans. So we saw that CalPERS had a negative return on their private equity. And in your preliminary returns, I'm wondering if uh, private equity has fared similarly for us or if it's better than that. Okay. Okay, got it. There we go. Um, so I would say for private equity, we have two different types of private equity investments, buyout and venture capital. Venture right. capital, we have seen some write downs yeah. on buyout. I would say slightly negative to flat is where the returns were for the fiscal year. Okay. And that's yeah. as of? As of June 30th, using the flagged quarterly statement. So yeah. technically as of March 31st. Right. Okay. And, and, and a point of clarification, so when you say the preliminary uh, return for the past fiscal year was 7.37%, that was assuming private returns as of which date? 331. Yeah. 331. And that's how it's reported every year. Yeah. Every year. So even when we have the final audited numbers, they will be as of 331. That's yeah. correct. 
Are there any other questions from trustees? Any questions from the public on this agenda item? Uh, I did have one question, which I believe you may be anticipating, and that is uh, the Biden administration recently passed, uh, instituted some controls on private equity investment in China for some specific investment types, especially in high tech. And I'm curious how this affects our current portfolio uh, and or our planned uh, investments going forward. Great, thank you. Uh, so it was just announced last week, the executive order. So there were three industries being targeted. So quantum computing, semiconductors, and artificial intelligence. For us, fortunately, uh, these are specific to U.S. investments in China, Chinese companies. Uh, for us, we don't have much exposure. There are two fund managers that we invested with in 2018 that do invest in China. Um, however, they only invest in artificial intelligence-related fields. There's a dozen companies. Um, the exposure at the plan level is quite small, four basis points, so 0.04%. Um, and the executive order is still yet to be finalized, so it's going into a comment period. We don't know exactly what it means, but so far it seems there isn't any forced divestment of pre-existing investments. It's a probably a disclosure to the government that's required uh, and a ban on future investments, which since 2018, we haven't been making any China-focused private equity or venture capital investments. Um, and something that we continue to monitor with our private equity partner who uh, assists us with those investments. And the part of the reason that we made those investments in 2017 and 18 was when we were ramping up the private equity investment program. Uh, we previously had very little to no exposure to private equity. And as part of building a global diversified portfolio, uh, those investments in Asia were, were made. Um, so little exposure based on the currently announced restrictions. How do you view this impacting our views on the China market as an asset class in the future? Is this the first step in perhaps more restrictions on our ability to invest uh, in that particular asset class? Maybe within uh, private markets, I can comment that it's an area that most fund managers have been cautious about, and not just in, in recent times, but over the last few years, um, given the geopolitical tensions. So I think that's going to continue regardless of policy. However, there, there could be additional policies that come. But from what we've seen from our fund managers, they are cautious and limiting their exposure to that region. And, and just to add to that, Chair Horowitz, sure. we have no real, uh, at this point, no intention of investing in private markets in China. Mm -hmm. That may, of course, change in future. And that when, when that changes, of course, we will keep you apprised, you and the investment mm -hmm. committee. Um, but we've not, the, the exposures that Dinesh spoke about, the four basis points are also incidental. Uh, they are not certainly targeted to, China, targeted to China, but occasionally when you invest in a VC fund, they may make an investment. Mm -hmm. But like Dinesh said, uh, managers are also getting very cautious, turning cautious in China. Mm -hmm. Now, on the public market side, it's a different question. Uh, we are underway China. We continue to monitor Chinese situation, but our active managers are underway China at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, we discussed this extensively in our group meeting yesterday. The concern always is that we are underweight, but it is the second largest economy in the world. 
and any yeah. effort to be totally out of it now. And I don't have a good answer to that, but we are on the way. So can I understand then that the vast majority of our China exposure is in public markets? That's correct. Can yeah. you quantify that for us in any way? Is that yeah, in terms of percent or what? Yeah, in terms of percent, yeah. You want to come here? So um, it's primarily in public market, uh, public equity, and China exposure is 3.2% as of March. Um, it's on the way to our benchmark of 3.5%. Uh, what is the split between public and private investment in China? Uh, for private investments in China, it's 0.2%. So that includes all sectors, not just those three okay. that I mentioned earlier. You said 0 0.2? 0 0.2%. Okay. Uh, obviously, I view this as one more breadcrumb in my thesis uh, that uh, China remains a trepidatious asset class for us to consider. And uh, obviously, it's up to the board as a whole to make those determinations when our next strategic asset allocation comes. Uh, but this is precisely the sort of event that I was concerned about when we last discussed this at uh, the asset allocation. So I believe, are there any other questions from the trustees? I believe we have a question from a member of the public on this particular item, uh, Mr. Emma Moore. Thank you, Mr. Right. Chair. Uh, just a quick question I didn't get to ask in my three minutes, but uh, what's the uh, most recent, well, current funding status for the Federated uh, Fund? Thank you. Uh, do we have an estimate of that? I'm not sure we yeah. have an actuarial yeah. chair. Thank yeah. you, Roberto Pena, the uh, Chief Executive Officer. Good, uh, good afternoon, Brad. Good to hear from you. Um, so it is in the, in the mid to high 50s. Uh, we are actually now embarking in the next month in October. We're going to kick off the discussions with our actuary for the newest valuation as of June 30th, 2023. Uh, so we'll have a better idea uh, after the valuation. But I suspect that uh, everything else equal, assuming that we met all the other assumptions of the plan, given that we have some unrealized gains to be uh, realized uh, as well as the most recent return for June 30th, 2023, which is beyond or higher than the assumed rate of return that I would expect, again, assuming it, everything else equal, that that uh, funding ratio will go up a little bit. I, I don't know at this point what it is, but uh, in terms of estimates, you can call it somewhere in the 57% or something like that. I don't, obviously, uh, we can provide you by email uh, the very specific number as at the June 30th, 22 valuation, but uh, that's at the top of my head. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Mr. Pena. I really would, really would appreciate if you could email me that uh, information. And just for clarification, you said mid about the mid 50%. Mid fifty to uh, to high fifties, yes. Okay, thank but, uh, you. Because the uh, the uh, mayor in his uh, budget message indicated that the unfunded liability was having a huge impact on the uh, city's budget, as you know. And uh, with the recent uh, uh, 
contract approval with the unions, uh, which they increased their pay, of course, he indicated that I was going to have a, a much more impact on the on the budget. And of course, uh, the biggest one is the uh, unfunded liability, as you know. Okay. So thank you so much. Yes, and before you go, let me just say, I just got uh, information from the staff and I was correct. The, the evaluation for federated as of June 30, 2022 on an actual basis was 57%. That's the number I quoted you. So as of June 30, 2022, 57%, that means we have 57 cents of assets for every June, June 2023 or June 2023? No, this is June 2022. The June 2023, oh. we're going to kick off the work in October. Okay, so, so. so we were 57% funded status a year ago. Correct. And we've exceeded the estimated uh, rate of return for the fiscal year 2023 just completed. So by all measures, we're likely to be at a funded status above 57%, but we don't know how much. All right. And that number will be fully public and revealed in October when our actuaries present to us what that data is. So, all right, are there any other uh, public uh, questions or comments on this agenda item? If hearing none, we will, and if there are no, no other wait, I'm, hello, hello, hello? Uh, yes, we can hear you. Is that, yeah, I'd uh, like to, Mr. Jensen? I, I, yes, yes, we me again, yes. I'd okay, like to again, it has to relate to this specific agenda item if you have a question. Or comment. Yeah, it certainly Please does. Uh, all right. Uh, we should not be investing any of our money in communist China. That is a country that is run by the communist Chinese party. They are not nice people. They have a practice of removing organs out of human beings, sometimes when they're even still alive, cutting out kidneys, Livers, eyes. I'm, I'm feeling that your, your remarks are going a, a bit astray from the agenda item. No, uh, no, 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 no. It's, I, I understand. It's, I understand that the, the the relationship to what was discussed, but as a judgment, I'm going to say that's a bit off the agenda. No, item. It's, uh, it's, but we appreciate not, your comments. We not investing in that country. We didn't invest in the Soviet Union during the Cold War. Hello. It's, it is pertaining to this particular subject. Uh, I, I think that's a judgment for the chair to make. And I yeah. believe we've taken the tenor of your comments and uh, we appreciate that, but we're gonna move forward to the next agenda item. Thank you. Well, people need to hear this. Okay. Um, item 3B then, uh, which is a discussion action on the secretary, authorize the secretary to negotiate and execute an amendment agreement with Borden Hansen Bridget LLP. Uh, I'm sorry, between the board and Hansen Bridget LLP for investment related legal services uh, for an additional 300,000 increase to a maximum contract amount of 750,000. Who will address thank this you, item? Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Okay. Uh, I return this order, Mr. Kumar. Good afternoon, trustees. Um, Hansen Bridget has been providing investment legal services since yeah. uh, 2008 following an RFP that was performed back then. It will be hired again <clears throat> after two other RFPs in 2011 and 2020. Um, the current agreement expires in 2025. However, we have we are close to reaching the maximum month monthly agreement of 450. So we are recommending adding another 300,000 for the next two years to, uh, into expiration on the contract. 
that doesn't mean that we will use the volcanic automaton PMAS in that key way if we in the work that is that's required. I have a question. Sure. Um, so my question is, why is it you've been into the contract, you're halfway through it or whatever? Why why are the expenses higher? They must be higher than expected for some reason. I'm wondering why. There were a lot more investments that uh, that we have signed um, up on the construction of private market side, and um, the negotiations of those contracts uh, um, took uh, I mean, the cost of the negotiations. So the average cost is, is around 20,000, and which is which is the average cost to keep all the contracts. But there were a lot more accounts that we had. Any other questions from trustees? Any questions from the public? Uh, Chair, this is Councilmember Dev Davis. Yes, please go ahead, Councilmember. Yeah, I have a question. Are are these costs for those specific investments included so that we know the effective or net rate of return on these investments? given that they require so much more uh, legal fees, so many more legal fees than your average investment? Yeah, I mean, when, so I will take that question, uh, Council Member Davis. Uh, when, we, when I present the fee report every year um, to the city council, uh, we do include those expenses and the, the returns that we show are actually net of fees. And, and just a broader response to the question and also to address Trustee Abbott is as a board and as a system, we have made a, we've made a decision to invest in private, private markets and private market contracts do require due diligence and looking at those contracts. And so we, we, we have a pacing plan and the pace of those investments have picked up in the last year or two and we'll continue to do so. And so they do require additional uh, legal services. So just to clarify from my own mind, when we report results for specific asset classes, you're reporting them net of the legal fees associated with that asset class. We, we show them net of investment management fees, but we also show other fees. Other fees. So, yes. the, so the return for private equity, if that is where the legal fees are required, is showing that burden that's on right. private equity. They're not spread across all asset classes. That's right. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Just one other um, question then. I understand that this current contract goes until 2025. When you're going out for requests for proposals um, for the contract subsequent to this current one, will you be estimating differently the the need for legal services than you than the previous contract did, given given that there is more activity in private equity. Yeah, we will consider what we have um, we have done in the past five years and look at and put out a bit based on the activity that we've had so far. So there will so be. So I understand there's a pacing plan right now. We're the board is is sort of ramping up that pacing plan given Newberger Berman's um, you know timeline 
in, in the work that, that you all are doing with them, will, will we know, Prabhu, this question is for you, I think, will we know in, when we go out for RFP what the next five-year pacing plan is? We didn't at that time because we changed private equity firms. Yeah. Last time yeah, we went answer, for RFP. Yeah. yeah, the answer is yes. yes. Okay. We have a better estimate of the needs going forward. Okay, great. Thank you. And thank you. Are there any further questions from trustees? So I believe this requires action for board approval. And do I hear a motion to approve this increase in legal fee expenditures? So moved, Mr. Chair. We have a motion from Trustee Linder. Do we have a second? Second. We have a second from Trustee Ida. Any discussion on the motion? Any public comment on the motion? Not, we'll have a roll call vote. Vice Chair Jennings, how do you vote? Aye. Trustee Chandra? Aye. Trustee Avasti? Aye. Uh, Trustee Abbott? Aye. Trustee Faulkner? Aye. Trustee Linder? Aye. Chair votes aye. Motion passes. We agenda item four and zero. We have no old business. And now we have uh, agenda item five, new business and oral update from our CEO, Mr. Pino. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, so let me start by letting you know, you obviously by email this morning from Barbara, but uh, obviously you probably read on the news that the city has reached tentative agreement with the bargaining units uh, during the, the, um, the strike. Obviously they need to still be uh, approved by the members and then by council in public. Um, but in any case, the, uh, the strike at this point has uh, been averted. And again, um, the city reached those tentative agreements with the bargaining units, uh, which is one of the reasons why, or the main reason why we moved the meeting to this location uh, in the event there was a strike. Um, also, you should have the uh, the retirement connection newsletter. Our quarterly newsletter was actually published an issue uh, last month. Um, we also completed the uh, recruitment for uh, one of our vacant positions uh, in accounting. Uh, Tran Bo will be joining us on September 11th. Um, he's been with the city since uh, 2016 and is coming to our offices from uh, Public Works. Uh, and um, just wanted to let you know that obviously we will be closed, the office will be closed uh, on September 4th, that's a Monday, in observance of uh, Labor Day. Um, and lastly, uh, as everyone has done this uh, this morning during the meeting, uh, welcome Trustee uh, Fortnick to, uh, to the first board meeting. He actually attended a disability meeting a couple of weeks ago. This is the first board meeting. And I also wanted to let you know that we have our onboarding meeting with Trustee Abbott on July 31st and Trustee Faulkner on August 1st. Um, I'm sure they had a wonderful time. I know I did. <laughs> and uh, so that was just the onboarding from, uh, from the CEO. Uh, there's still further work to be completed on onboarding from the investment side of the equation. That concludes my comment, Mr. Chair. Uh, thank you, Mr. Pena. Any questions from trustees for our CEO? Uh, Roberto, this is Julie. I have I, a, 
the uh, new employee coming from Public Works, what position is this new employee going into? Uh, it's just a regular accountant position. Yes, just an accountant position. Accountant, okay. Yes. All right, just curious. Thank All you. Right. Any other questions from trustees? Any questions from the public on this specific agenda item? Okay, no action required. So we move to item 5B, oral update from our city council liaison, council member Davis. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. I am, um, just for the record, since I didn't see it on the agenda, I am in a public location at City Hall on the 18th floor. Um, I wanted to give a little bit more information about the tentative agreements because I know that you will uh, need to be incorporating them into upcoming valuations. So the tentative agreement with two of the largest unions with the city are uh, MEF and IFPTE increases total compensation by approximately $22.6 million in 20, the 23-24 fiscal year. Uh, that's a $10.6 million increase in the general fund and a total of $53 million for the three-year period ending June 30th, 2026, totaling $25 million uh, in the general fund um, and $25, $25 million increase. The June 30th, 2022 actuarial evaluation report included, uh, included the board's assumption of 3% increases for wage inflation and payroll growth and the tentative agreement is is um, higher than that so MEF and IFPTE represent over 3500 uh, FTE positions and the total increases that uh, are in the tentative agreement for 2324 are six percentage points 2425 4% in July and another 1% in January for an annual average of 4.5%, but 5% total for an ongoing basis. And then 25-26, the increase is 3.5%, but that could increase to 4% if there is a general fund surplus in that last, that third year, 25-26. A uh, general fund surplus of $10 million or more forecasted by the city manager's office. So, given that the current and future years are above that actuarial assumed level of 3% increases, I wanted to make sure the board was aware that it's 6%, effectively 5% um, for an ongoing basis, and then 3.5%, but potentially 4 um, so that bo the board can take into consideration these higher pensionable, by the way, all these increases are pensionable um, wages in the upcoming valuation and assumption setting process, um, especially since it is likely that there will be similar levels of wage increases received by other bargaining groups that belong to the federated system. And then for Roberto and Prabhu, um, just keep in mind that we have agreements um, up for negotiation for police and fire in the in the upcoming year and two years. So just so you're just so you're aware. Um, we and then just for a little bit of, of color, I know there are a lot of new board members. The city's pension contribution to the federated system in 2324, so that's this current fiscal year, 
is 216.1 million, of which uh, 168.8 million of that, or 78%, is attributable to the UAL. And I want to make sure uh, that everyone is aware. Myself, and I can't give other details about uh, closed session, but I wanted to ensure you that I was clear that we knew what we were doing. We didn't know, obviously, numbers of increases to the UAL because of our um, because of our actions, but that was a serious part of the discussion when we were making the decision about what the increases. Um, what the increases could be and what we needed to do to avert a strike um, and, and to have good labor relations going forward. I do have links. The tentative agreements are all available on the San Jose City website. And if you staff would like the links to those, I do have those and I can forward them to you. Just let me know. Uh, thank you. Any questions from trustees? I, I would like to just uh, make a couple comments. First of all, I would like to thank Councilmember Davis for her work on this, her involvement on this, and her support on this. So um, it is greatly appreciated. I'd like you to know that. Um, I'd like to add a little caveat here. It's very minor. I don't think it will have much impact on our actuarial calculations. Uh, but the first two months of this fiscal year, um, there will be no pensionable amount of that 6%. Uh, so it's not retroactive pay. That starts effective in September. There is a bonus amount but that is not pensionable. So it's, it's more like 10 months that you're gonna look at. Um, but it was long, it was hard, it was contentious, um, but I really appreciate all that the council did. Um, and I appreciate what council member Davis did. Thank you so much, Julie. And I did uh, neglect to mention it will take a few weeks for the, the unions to have their votes. And so we are anticipating that we will be doing um, formalizing the agreements at council on September 12th. We will also have um, at that time, we will make adjustments to the budget to ensure that we have a balanced budget mm -hmm. in the current fiscal year. Any, any other questions or comments from trustees? I want to assure the council member that we certainly will take uh, note of the labor negotiation when we uh, readjust our assumptions about wages uh, in the coming few uh, trustee sessions, board, board meetings. Yeah, Mr. Chair, this, this year evaluation actually is also going to include the experience study, so they will certainly take a look at that portion of the assumptions, as I remember, David. So thank you for the information. Okay. Uh, any public uh, questions or comments on this agenda item? So hearing none, uh, thank you, Council Member Davis. And we will proceed to agenda item 5C. Mr. Chair, before we go to 5C, I just want to mention that there was one more uh, news that I wanted to share that I neglected, and I think it's very important to say that. Please. Um, so we also uh, received for federated, even though it was also done for police and fire, and I neglected to mention that at that meeting. 
the Certificate of Achievement for Excellence in Financial Reporting for the financial statements as of June 30th, 2022. Uh, this is actually an award that is provided by the GFOA, which is the Governmental Finance Organization Association, uh, Offices Association, thank you. Uh, on an annual basis, uh, the offices have been receiving these awards for almost the last 20 years, I believe. And I think it's important that the public understand um, this actually adds support and value to the financial reporting and is a, a job that actually is led by our accounting group and their uh, accounting manager, uh, but it also involves a lot of work by a lot of other uh, staff at the office. So again, I want to publicly uh, mention them to the public and the board members, but also to um, provide and thank the staff for their hard work and dedication every year, especially for receiving uh, this award for June 30th, 2022. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, thank you, Mr. Payne. Uh, congratulations on winning that award. Uh, so now we have discussion and action on a revised 2023 scheduled board and standing committee meetings. Uh, we have uh, on the screen before us the revised schedule. I have a comment. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at the next meetings that are listed on our agenda and mm -hmm. the meetings that are listed on this piece of paper, and they don't line up. They don't judge? No. So, thank um, you. Would you like to comment on that? So, and I can tell you, I can tell you which ones. Mm -hmm. So, I don't. It, it says that September twenty, September twenty first will be a retreat. But I think we're having meetings instead of a retreat for the monthly board meeting. Uh, I could be wrong. No, no, you're <laughs> correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, it says that the investment committee meeting will be um, next Tuesday on the 22nd, but I think it's shown on the agenda for the 21st. I mean, the 29th. Yeah. And the audit committee meeting, it's showing that it's happening after this one. It got canceled. I think that it's been moved to September 21st. Um, so those are the ones I noticed. You are correct. Um, and you know, I apologize that uh, we didn't update the, uh, the list. Uh, I think the one area here is the investment committee. Those, those meetings were changed the last uh, week or so, uh, mostly because we had originally intended to have the boards go to the city council under August uh, 22nd meeting. And so we have to move those minutes to the 29th. But the other two probably should have been changed uh, earlier in that report and we didn't yes. do that. But your comments are correct. And so what I will ask you as a board is to approve um, the suggested changes, including the comments by Trustee Abbott uh, for the upcoming meetings uh, for the board and the committees, the, the main goal of this change was to add the new disability committee for PEN and add the board meetings, those committee meetings going forward. But you are correct, Dr. Abbott, so duly noted. Thank you. And so if you can make a motion to approve the suggested changes in addition to the statements and the changes indicated by Dr. Abbott, that would be great. appreciate Thank you, Mr. Chair. And, and just a point of clarification. Uh, my, my, I also joined the board and was confused about the so-called retreat, which is merely another board meeting. So we do not go off into the woods and uh, participate in some oddball behavior as a, as a 
Lord retreats as much as we might like to. We we simply have an agenda that maybe reflects some longer range thinking for the board. Okay. So it's we we, we do not retreat from any room. Um, so with all those comments and points of clarification, uh, do we have a motion to approve the uh, the uh, board and standing committee meetings? I motion. We have a motion from Trustee Abbott. Do we have a second? We have a second from Trustee Abasti. If there's any discussion, hearing none, we will have a roll call vote. Uh, Vice Chair Jennings? Aye. Trustee Chandra? Aye. Trustee Abasti? Aye. Uh, Trustee Faulkner? Aye. Trustee Abbott? Aye. Trustee Linder? Aye. And I vote aye, passed unanimously. Thank you. Okay, we move on to committee reports. Uh, investment committee appears we haven't met since April 27th. Yeah. And as just stated, our next meeting will be the 29th. Uh, do we have anything to report from the chair of the IC, Mr. Chandra? So we have, uh, as Trustee Abbott pointed out, we've pushed the IC meeting out to the 29th. We thought we'd be meeting with the city on the 22nd. Last meeting was April 27th, so it's been updated since then. And then uh, we got a pretty um, good update from the CIO today. Okay, thank you. Uh, then next we have the uh, governance committee. Uh, governance chair Linder. Looks like we haven't met since <laughs> February, and that was only a special meeting. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything at all to report? I have nothing to report. I will need to discuss with um, our CEO. The September seventh meeting is when I'm on an airplane. Mm. Okay. So we may need to arrange that, and I'll talk to you about it. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what, what agenda items we may we might have for that meeting. May not have. May not. Thank you. Uh, audit committee. Uh, we have a new chair of the audit committee, uh, Trustee Avasti, and we did the. Our last meeting was May 18th, and our next meeting is uh, now the 21st. Uh, anything further to report out of the last meeting? No, we did not meet since the last board meeting. Okay. Uh, very good. Thank you. And then the disability committee, uh, Trustee Linder is chair of that. I understand we did just meet. So we met um, on August 11th. Mm -hmm. We had our first hearing, and there will be a, a recommendation coming to the board in the September meeting in the consent calendar. Okay. Thank you. And then we meet again on October 2nd. Excellent. And uh, congratulations to finally uh, inaugurating that uh, committee and the important work that they do. Next, we have the Joint Personnel Committee. Uh, Trustee Chandra is vice chair of that committee. Uh, does he have anything to report? Uh, no, nothing to report. Uh, looking forward to scheduling the next meeting, but that is TBD. Thank you. Uh, can Please. Why is the joint JPC meeting um, January, February, March, and then nothing else after that? Is there something that specifically happens in that early part of the, the calendar the, the year? The I can, I can answer. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead, Trustee Chandra. So I, we, uh, the, the committee, it's an ad hoc committee that meets as necessary. There have been years where it's met like twice, um, but we've been meeting consistently and monthly uh, because we have been doing a lot of work on incentive compensation for the CEO and CIO, and 
it's a ton of work. So we just had to uh, add to our uh, hours of service to the city. Thank you. Yeah, we, we've had a very a busy year at the JPC, and uh, I think uh, uh, that may tail off once we get resolution on some of the uh, action items that we've taken on. Um, agenda item seven, education and training. I believe we can all have read through the various opportunities for training, which hopefully uh, you will avail yourselves of. Are there any proposed agenda items from trustees or staff? One question. Mm -hmm. At a previous board meeting, uh, we were asked to provide input on what kinds of financial periodicals that we might want to um, have access to our subscriptions to. And I'm wondering if there's any update on what's happening with that. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Pena, I believe you will address that. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. Based on, uh, there's been an update. Uh, I know we sent out uh, a request mm -hmm. to hear from trustees, and I believe uh, a handful have responded. I have to follow with staff. The truth be told, um, our executive assistant that was working on that also left the uh, the city, and so we are in the process of uh, uh, a search for a new executive assistant. But I'll talk to the staff and find out what we had. Uh, we have implemented some of it. But I don't have a complete answer for you right now, so I have to check. If Thank any, you. any, if you have any comments or questions or a, a request on a particular journal on uh, information or news, let staff know. You can respond to the email. I will consider it. Okay, if we need to buy. And, and I did respond. So okay, I'm good. wondering, yes. you know, what what's next? You, you, you placed your order. And, I, and, and I placed my something. request, and I'm wondering if it, if it's something that is going to go forward, or if we're, you know. Um, you know, it's not going to happen because of budget reasons or whatever. So thank you for answering that. Okay. Thank you. And any other proposed agenda items? Uh, so hearing none, with uh, the authority vested in me as chair, this meeting is adjourned. Mr. Chair, you did a stellar job today. Well, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Chairman Horowitz. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you all online. Recording stopped. Okay.